0: What's up, guys? Heathen Culture Podcast. Um, so I haven't done this in a while, so I feel like I gotta, you know, amp up a little bit because you know break off the rust. But uh, I got a I got a buddy of mine here. We've been trying to do this for a long fucking time. Uh, my good buddy, Texas country music artist, local celebrity, pretty boy, <laughs> started growing his beard out, looking good, Mister John Loring. What's up, man? What's up, dude? Oh nothing. Just uh
1: hanging around, bumming around. Bumming around, yeah. 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 Man, you're looking good, dude. You lose some weight. Yeah, I've lost about in the last I don't know, four months, five months, like thirty pounds. Damn, dude. I was two thirty. About February I was two thirty and right now I was
0: the other day when I was in here I was at two three. Okay. So, I mean, okay. Yeah. Well I mean like you, you kind of got, like, the whole new relationship, so you got the relationship weight, yep. you got to get off, you know, because yeah. you don't want to look bad on stage, you know, getting pictures taken and all that stuff. And
1: Which I've been looking bad on stage like that for, I don't know, five, six years. So, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's finally down that I'm not like that anymore. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, so, how long have you been doing music?
1: Oh, man. I, I started playing the drums when I was six. Okay. And then, I, when I was about 13, I started playing guitar and learning how to sing and stuff like that and uh i got grounded from going outside when i was in like seventh grade eighth grade and i started playing guitar while i was grounded i was grounded for like two weeks
0: and all right like, all right i'm gonna ask a question. how old are you I'm right 20, now
1: right now i'm 28 about to be 29 okay
0: see when i was a kid you got grounded by going outside like you were like <laughs> oh you want you want to play video games go, go outside yeah like that was that was punishment you're the exact opposite yeah i got
1: i was outside all the time and they're yeah like, well, you're grounded so I got, they put me up in my room and there was a guitar up there and i started playing it and that's awesome my dad wrote down like chord sheet on a piece of paper on a notebook piece of paper and i sat there and learned those three chords for two weeks and then after that i just kind of started looking up on the computer okay. that i wasn't grounded from for some reason i was grounded from going outside but
0: not from Mo- anything else that modern parenting <laughs> yeah exactly you're grounded from sunlight yeah you can scale the computer
1: <laughs> and from there it just kind of developed and then I started learning how to sing, which took a while, a man,
0: long while. Man, like, like when I get drunk, uh, Summer says I can sing. But I've heard myself when I'm drunk and when I'm sober, and I can't sing either time. <laughs> so I'm like, bitch, you lied to me. Yeah. <laughs> She's <laughs> just trying to make it feel better, man. I know. You know, she sings so well. So it's like, yeah. anybody compared to her, it pretty much sounds like crap. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just like, well, you need to quit lying, okay? Quit trying to make you feel good. I can't sing. Just when I get drunk, let me sing along, and I'm happy. But yeah, do you remember the first three chords you learned? Uh, I think it was E A and D. Okay, but it could be G C and D. I don't remember exactly. Well, G's like the the international, you know, country. Chord. Yeah, hundred percent. I would
1: say almost every country song, especially nowadays, starts on the like on a G and of yeah. some
0: sort. Well, so y- you got into music. Do you remember that moment? You're like. I want to do music full-time. Do you remember your first show, how it started? Do you remember all that I stuff? I don't remember my
1: first show. Well, actually, now that I think about it, I do. My first show was uh, at a place called Last Stop Sports Bar. I think now it's Franklin's Tower. Okay. And uh,
0: I'm going to be there uh, for Josh's thing.
1: Exactly. And then they uh, they paid me like 50 bucks. Man, I was like 16. Okay. And I went and played for like an hour. And then uh, the moment, though, that I realized i want to do it full time for a living was um my dad has been in bands my whole life and they were opening up for cross canadian ragweed at uh the racetrack okay and i had i was backstage you know i when, remember those shows like 15 yeah you know, 14 backstage at a ragweed show <laughs> and there's literally ten thousand people in the crowd and yeah. uh they were singing uh alabama and you know, there's a spot in that song where they stop, and the whole crowd just screams back at them. Yeah, and that was the moment; like, gave me chills. And it yeah, was so loud. it was louder than the band. That was how many people were there when they started yelling.
0: Dude, I remember those shows. It was like, so much fun. Like the the racetrack, the field by the racetrack, they had the 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 uprights, oh, everything yeah. there. It was just amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last show I saw there was uh, John Michael Montgomery. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, I Mike. saw
1: him at uh, uh Doe here in the Woodlands one a few years ago. No
0: shit. Yeah, it was
1: uh, I love John Michael Montgomery, man. What's
0: your what, what's your biggest show? Like what's the one you remember most? Like the oh, one that's like man. like there's just there's different. into your brain. There's different ones for different
1: reasons. Okay. Um I think my first full band show I ever played was a big one. I p- opened up for Jason Cassidy at Big Texas, which is Rowdy's now. But uh,
0: Yeah. That I, was awesome. I, I miss when it was Big Texas. Uh, I
1: mean I mean I love Rowdy's but it's big texas man i just i loved how big texas had all the old stuff on the walls yeah i still have a good time when i go to rowdies, don't get me wrong but it's just you know it was sad to see big texas go because it was there for so long
0: yeah uh years and years and years of my single life were uh were wednesday, at big wednesday, texas. Nights. wednesday nights big <laughs> texas man wild on wednesday yeah. Yeah. uh i spent so much money there and um so many bad decisions yeah, were
1: made. Wednesday night drinks, man, they were the best. Dollar fifty wells,
0: can't beat that. Yeah, dollar fifty. You leave you leave hammered for about thirty bucks. Yeah. And you're usually going home with whatever girl you you were buying drinks for that night. Yep. So it's a pretty good time. Summer hates when I talk about that place because she's like, I know you fucked so many bitches in here. <laughs> it's like listen, I went home with a fat girl once a bunch of times. So I, I can't help it. That's funny. Yeah, that's, that place was a good time, man. So so now like you know, you were been playing music full time. I always get, I always like talking to artists because it's one of those things where you, you guys had a, you were steamrolling for a while. Like, you guys were killing it. Yep. You were opening up for somebody every weekend. You were playing acoustic shows. You were doing song swaps. You're doing all these great things. Then, like, March 2020 happened. Yep. And everything came to a screaming halt. What, what, what happened mentally for you at that point? Like with, well,
1: I didn't know what to expect. I mean, the week that it happened, I think it was a Tuesday. Then they announced everything was shutting down. And I had two shows that Tuesday that were immediately canceled. And then, um, one of them I was on my way to when everything got shut down. And then, uh, I had shows Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all the way to Sunday. And it just, I mean, it was literally like $1,700 that I was supposed to make just that week on shows, acoustic shows, actually. And uh, it just kind of, just nothing, you know? Yeah. It went away. And then there was, I think I remember it was like, they said there was supposed to be like a two-week. Yeah, two-week two to curve the, you know, yeah, and yeah. shit. Yeah, flatten the, uh, flat the curve bullshit. Uh, that obviously was a, uh, was bullshit, obviously. Yeah. And uh, once it became like a month in, I started getting a little nervous. And then a bunch of us started doing like live streams and And then I went a step further, and I got my buddies. We were over at another buddy of mine, uh, Nick Tubbs' house, and we were – Old Nick. uh, Old Nick. And we were doing, like, a live stream show, Song Swap. Yeah. Where I set up speakers and all that. And uh, that was cool. But, I mean, you could only do so much of that, you know. Yeah. It was cool for a little bit. I would go – had a bottle of tequila and go sit in my garage and do it. And, you know, it it was fun. But, man, it was – and then about three, four months in, I started freaking out a little bit. Yeah. And then it uh, just hasn't. Honestly, I don't even know. It's not the same, you know. Like the a lot of bars are scared they're going to get shut down again, so they don't want to pay any money.
0: And the vibes are off, and, yeah, and, and, just, and and the bars took so much of a hit financially with everything. It just, it, you know, Dan, Dan, for instance, yeah, like exactly. his, 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 he was. Uh, one of the biggest Local music guys He, he was the best bar around mm-hmm. And he took care of everybody And now you know With Harris County looming And all that stuff It was one of those things Where it was His money's gotten So caught up And just trying to stay open Like he, he He put out something like I can't You know We're not, we're not gonna be able to yeah, Keep the music that, yeah. If we don't get more people In the door And I'm like Well everybody's the, scared
1: And the artists were Nobody was really promoting yeah. For some reason, I don't know. I haven't played at Dan's place in a while, but you know, I love I love playing. There. I've played there a ton of times. My band's oh, yeah. played there. I've played their acoustic. Done benefits there. Yeah, you did my benefit. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you know, uh, I hate to see a place like that struggle. I think they're doing better now. Yeah. Plus, they got the festival coming up, so that's gonna
0: help. Yeah, you're you're playing in that, aren't you? No, I'm not in that. Okay. Well, I know. Uh, I know. Wade Bowen is headlining that one.
1: Yeah, I love Wade
0: Bowen. Man. But you've got a badass show coming up. Yes. I at do. the local new hotspot. That's right. Sawyer
1: park. Sawyer Park. Yeah, the old Papas, man. That's it's a, gonna be a great show. It's myself, Daniel Holmes, and then Aaron Watson's headlining.
0: Hell yeah. And uh Daniel my, Daniel's a good buddy of mine, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. Todd, the owner yeah. of Sawyer Park's been on the podcast. So I love Todd. Like, dude, I love keeping it local with those guys. I love everything they stand for. And fucking badass place. Like just Menus on point, drinks are on point, and if you are a member of the gym, which you know, Jess, you know our front desk girl, she's also a bartender there. yep so she takes care of everybody. She pours some really strong drinks yes, and she takes care does. of people. Well, we don't want to tell her, tell anybody that. But. No, no, we don't. We don't <laughs> want to tell anybody that. We're gonna. Yeah, she.
1: Uh, uh, I know a lot of the a few of the girls that work there and the, the owners and management and everybody's just they're awesome. They take care of me. I've. I think I've played there more than anybody else has.
0: Yeah, like, total. You uh you you you've opened for a couple big acts.
1: I haven't op. I played for. I've done acoustic shows myself. Okay. And then I did a private party there, uh, two weeks ago. And then I opened up for the Ragamuffins, which is, uh, uh Chad Prather, Jody Boo, Steve Helms, and
0: I think that's it. Oh, oh Jody. Jody. Yeah, old Jody, man. <laughs> dude, I dude Jody. Jody's one of my favorite people because. I met him uh, at uh, Red Brick. Red Brick Tavern hanging out. And and back when uh, Caleb Brock was playing music, we oh, were all yeah. hanging out acting like assholes. And, Those were the good times, man. And he, and he was hanging out with some uh, some blonde Texans cheerleader and just fucking living <laughs> the best life. I was like, man, you're a dick. I hate you.
1: Yeah, he's a good dude, man. I've known That's Jody like... since I was probably like 14, 15. And yeah. The first show I ever played with him uh, – First Show I ever played with him, I can't remember where it was on the rocks in Cypress, across the street from uh Texas Tavern. I don't know if you've okay. been yeah, out there, yeah, yeah, I have. I was probably 19 and uh, I lied obviously. Well,
0: yeah, yeah, you, you know, fake, fake, you, I've you,
1: been I, I was 18, 19, 20 playing in bars, drinking obviously. Yeah. no one won't say who was serving me, but you know, yeah, it was, and yeah, yeah, uh, back then, it back wasn't really then, a yeah. big of a deal, and
0: so we, yeah, definitely had DD that it, night,
1: yeah, 100, percent yeah, 100, yeah, percent all the way back to Conroe, <laughs> and then uh. It, uh, Jason Allen ended up showing up, Corey Green showed up. Uh a bunch of like Jim Salter was there. I think Stephen Marshall showed up. Like it was just a, ended up being a huge party.
0: Yeah. And uh, oh man, a was, lot of extreme From what I remember, it was a, a good lot of time. extremely talented people Yeah. showed the all fuck up. All in one place. Yeah.
1: And I was I was young and I was just looking around like holy shit, man. <laughs> you like <laughs> I'm running in this crowd. <laughs> what am I even doing at this place? But
0: Now, your whole f- you got a lot of musicians in your family. Like your dad, you, and your brother, right? Uh my little brother, he's a future. I mean, he's a musician. He plays, he
1: plays the bangs around the drums and jams the guitar, but he's still learning. He's only nine, but he's, he'll get there. I mean, he, he plays the guitar better than I did when I was nine. Cause I had never even picked up a guitar in there.
0: Chris Loring.
1: Yeah. That's my dad. Oh, that's your dad. Okay. Yeah, he. So he plays for Jake Bush. Right okay. Now, but he played for Jason Cassidy, Scooter okay. Brown. Okay. But right now he's with Jake. Yeah. Wow. That's who got me into music was my dad.
0: Yeah. He's like Everything I've seen you post about him, he's just incredibly talented. And, yeah, he's really good. And and he's playing for Jake. Jake Jake does phenomenal shows as oh, well. yeah, and they're killing it right now too, man. Uh, Jake and Daniel are probably the the two next up and comers from this scene. Is probably going to do something. Yeah, them too. I think Trent too, man. Trent Cowley. Trent's good, man. Um, honestly, I haven't really got to watch him too much. Like every time I go out, I'm not in the the zone for that. Yeah. And, and we'll he'll somebody will start playing, and I'm like, all right, it's it's like nine o'clock. I want to go home, and yeah. go to sleep.
1: I've been doing a lot of that recently. I went the last show. Me and my girlfriend went to. We went to uh, the girls with guitars at Marshalls. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, we watched the opener, which I think was Brandon Smith. And we were just sitting there, and they hadn't even started. It was like nine forty-five, and I'm like, Are "You ready?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm ready." I was like, "All right." Yeah, <laughs> We didn't yeah. even watch. We didn't even watch the girls play one song. I was
0: like, "Yeah." yeah. You know, I'm 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 gonna be 38 this month, and I'm like, the my wife sent out this uh, this birthday party thing, and she's like, you know, start about seven till midnight slash Henry's bedtime. I'm like, fuck you. My my bedtime's at 10 o'clock. What are you talking about? I'm like, I'm (laughs) I'm gonna be red bulling all night. Yeah, no kidding. Shotgun and Red Bulls with a oh, little yeah. bit of vodka in them. Yeah, she's yeah, gonna, she, she's just like, no, you're not. You're gonna go pass out by midnight. I was like, shut up, don't tell nobody. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I out myself. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I've been going to bed pretty early
1: these days. I, I, you know, I was uh, I was actually playing with Trent and his band for a little, for about. It's probably it would have been longer, but c- the first show we did, like big show, we played with uh, Cody Hibbard. Cody Hibbard opened up for us uh, before it was before COVID in Waco. Yeah, and uh, it was an awesome show. And then, literally, like two weeks later, everything shut down. We didn't play a show for as a band forever. Yeah, I, I'd put my stuff on the side because I just loved Trent's music and I wanted to be a part of it. I love the guys in his band, you know. Yeah, and we did. I did it for about a year. The last show I played with them was the Birthday Jam in District Two Forty Nine. It was a great show, man. And uh,
0: we just kind of decided to go our separate ways. And I wanted to play my own stuff again. And I think I think last time I saw you play was with Trent, and it was. When y'all hijacked the stage at uh, Max? Oh yeah, <laughs> last time I watched you <laughs> yeah. play
1: Max, man, I have a good time when I it was, go there. It I don't was, go there often, <laughs> but when I do, it's a good time.
0: <laughs> well, it was I think it was the Girls with Guitars night, and, and like everything just started opening back up, and you guys got on. stage. It was and, packed. Yeah, it was nuts. Yeah, it was packed. I did.
1: I actually did that that show. I was on. I was part of it somehow. Yeah. Like I did randomly two shows with the Girls with Guitars where I was like in the lineup.
0: Yeah, you were just playing.
1: It was random. I don't know what yeah. ever. I don't, you know, it happened yeah, twice Apparently, it never happened again.
0: Apparently you're a girl. Of I guess so. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: but that Max show was crazy, man. It was, it was, every seat was full before we even started.
0: And then the talent, like and on stage. And then everyone else
1: showed up too. Like Trent showed up. There was a couple other guys that showed up. I can't remember Some who. Salter uh, showed up. Jim, yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: And then like Jesse Roach is on, up there just murdering. Yeah. Just every song. Yeah. She's fucking stupid talented as well. So yeah.
1: I've done a lot of shows with Jesse and Montana, her uh, her boyfriend. He's yeah. really good too. Dude, I've, I've
0: heard I've heard he's phenomenal. He's amazing. I don't know why, I don't know why nobody like
1: like why he isn't a big deal yet. He should be 100.
0: Well, you know how it goes. It's like everybody that that people who listen to music think super talented. He's usually just like a songwriter.
1: Yeah. They're like, but man, he can sing. He can play the show the yeah. guitar, dude. He can. He's an, he's gnarly. An
0: yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it's it's funny how that works. because you're like somebody will come up and you're like. Who, where the fuck have you been? That's exactly you, what happened realize. with Montana.
1: So how I met Montana was, uh, I was playing there. You know, that's, I used to play every Thursday at Marshall's. Yeah. Literally for like three years, every Thursday I had a different person. I remember coming. I used to come there all the it time. It was a good time. Sometimes, sometimes it wasn't, but, uh, I kept, I was running out of people to bring cause I kept just bringing the people. I like, you know, my friends. And then, uh, one of the managers at the time was like, bring, uh, bring this guy, Montana. I heard him play the other day and I, party randomly and i was like nah, whatever yeah. you know people tell me that all the time or people say that oh you need to hear this guy and 99 percent of the time they suck you know what i mean yeah it's like somebody who, so, can, who can
0: do one song good and yeah. everything else sucks. And then,
1: so finally i was desperate i needed somebody i called montana he showed up and he sound checked and i was like holy shit it's like where the fuck have you been dude? you're like, like you can just play bro yeah, I'm I was just, like, Where's can you? i watch <laughs> and so after that we became really good friends we, we uh We went on, did like a two day run through San Antonio and Austin one day and we had a great time. Uh, He's a good dude. If he ever put out a record,
0: he would probably blow up like big time. Sounds to me like he needs to put out a record. I've been telling him that for two years, man. Dude, you, 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 you have all these incredibly talented people around you. Like if you decide to ever stop doing music, you could just produce people. Yeah. No shit. the, The crowd you run in. Yeah. Like it's, it's, not saying you're not talented you're incredibly talented but just...
1: <laughs> there's a lot of us around here man that are yeah, all...
0: you guys can just rip and i'm just like geez that's nuts
1: it's texas Dude, all of texas is like that really every every major city has like its circles you know like houston has its circle you go up to dallas fort worth which is like a mecca it's like Na- yeah. like uh the stockyards are like it's like nashville
0: yeah it's, it's like, like th- uh...
1: that's t- the amount of music and how it's like nonstop partying, like that's how it is in Fort Worth, you know? Oh, bro, it's uh stockyards are nuts. I love it. It's my f- it's my favorite like place to go party. Yeah, there in the Frio. Those are the two favorite places.
0: Man, I've I've gotten really accustomed to this. I I make the eleven hour drive and I just go to Nashville. I'll, oh yeah, Nashville and I party for like five days straight. it was like, a good time. I've been I'm,
1: to Nashville twice, and the first time I went. I've played. I played in Nashville. I got to play, not a cover show either. I got paid to play in Nashville. Not no shit. Cover song. It was awesome. Where we're at? Uh, the Basement East.
0: I haven't been there. It. The
1: other. Uh, I think the original Basement got destroyed by that tornado. I don't know if they rebuilt it yet. They yeah. went through downtown, but this is like a smaller venue that they own down the road.
0: I played with Scooter Brown. We did a run. Dude, Scott's fucking. Oh, he's killing it, man. He's killing it up there, big time. Yeah. And then. Uh, the whole Opry thing for him and yep. just, oh, dude, just it's phenomenal. pretty cool. So you mm-hmm. got to play, because people don't know, in Nashville, um, you don't, you go see live music. Live music's everywhere. It yeah, starts at 10 a.m.
1: Every bar. Every bar. All day, all day long.
0: All three stories of yeah. every bar has a band going, somebody, twenty, like literally 19 hours a day. None of them are paid. They're all playing for tips. They're all playing cover songs. And they
1: usually make really good money because there's so many people coming in and out.
0: Yeah. So much volume. Yeah. But they're human jukeboxes. Exactly.
1: And a lot of those bars have lists of songs you have to play. Yeah. You have to play at least these songs. Yeah. You 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 can't
0: play anything else, and you definitely can't play originals.
1: Maybe a bar will be like one original an hour or something like that. Yeah.
0: If you're lucky. Yeah.
1: I've had an opportunity to go play some places on Broadway. I just... uh, And I play a lot of covers. Don't get me wrong, but I don't want to be told... With yeah. Songs to play. You, you wanna know? have freedom. Yeah. I wanna be able to Plus the vibe of every room is gonna be different. Yeah. You know, you don't if a certain cover song is not what needs to be played right now, judging by the reaction of the crowd,
0: you don't wanna have to play some You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't you don't wanna sit there and play uh Beer Never Broke My Heart or yeah. whatever and then But everybody's wow.
1: sitting down eating dinner by a candle
0: Yeah and dead silent but you're screaming a loud party yeah. song, you know what I mean? Yeah, just it's not a good look. No. So that's awesome! I didn't even know that. That's badass! Yeah. That you got
1: paid to go play in yeah. Nashville. First show ever, only show I've ever played there. Actually, yeah, It was a good time. And then uh, I went out, uh, went to Winners and Losers, which is like not really on Broadway. It's kind of around the corner. Yeah, and uh, that was
0: ridiculous, man. We went to the the OG Winners and Losers last time in the Gulch. Yeah. Okay, and you know it's just a shithole bar, mm-hmm. and man, it was so fun. So like, much fun. It was just like all the, the the kids from Vanderbilt were there yeah so like the douches were there in the crowd but then these people just wanted to have a good time party the the band that was playing was phenomenal uh I think the bass player is like a local guy here who moved there and he's just doing music yeah. full-time and doing really well so it was pretty gangster I was enjoying the fuck out of it yeah it was a good time man.
1: Um, I was in Nashville I think for th- I actually staying with Scooter I was there for three days we uh we did that, and then we went up to – from we left from his house and went to, like, North Carolina, and then to um, – where all did we go? Oklahoma. We played Billy Bob's. I didn't play Billy Bob's. I was running merch for him. Yeah. He played Billy Bob's. And then we went back. And then another time, it's kind of the same deal. We went to Colorado, and I was selling merch, and he was doing a bunch of shows with Charlie Daniels. Dude. And that was like the coolest thing I've ever been a part of musically. You're like, you're I wasn't like, even playing and it was the coolest thing ever.
0: You still got to just enjoy it and
1: I met so I, I actually I, I went with Scott one time they did a show I think it was for Danny Dietz's foundation in Colorado. Yeah. It was like a private dinner and Scott and Charlie song swapped together. It was amazing. And they, no and they had just shit. I, I, if I'm trying to remember this the right way, it was a few years ago. They had just met and so, like, me and uh, Scott's band and Scott and then uh, Charlie and his manager. Yeah. We're all in this tiny little room, not much bigger than the one we're in right now. And they were practicing. And I'm just
0: sitting there watching. You Your know, buddy. Uh, and a legend. And a legend. Like, song swap. Like, just practice for yeah. the
1: song swap. And then I he I introduced myself to him. And then about a year later, I went with Scott again on the Colorado. Where we only did, like, three shows in Colorado. And uh, he did three shows and. I went back into the green room. He said, "Hey, Charlie wants to talk to y'all." We all went, and he, and I went up to shake his hand and like reintroduce myself. He's like, "Oh, hey, John, good to see you, man. How you doing?" And I was just like, uh, uh, "Charlie Daniels, remembers <laughs> me?" Yeah, I texted my my wife at the time. I said, "Hey, holy shit, you know yeah. Charlie Daniels, remember who I was?" She's like, "Okay, cool." <laughs> He's like, "No, <laughs> stop." She's, She's like, like, "Good <laughs> for you, loser." Cool, <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it was awesome. It was really cool, dude. Man, Charlie Daniels was. uh I still listen to like all of his old stuff. Like I still mm-hmm. I still listen to it, and, and Summer looks at me like I'm an asshole, and I'm like, like I just like some of these old Charlie stuff. Daniels is awesome dude, and he's yeah. the nicest guy you've ever met in your life. Yeah, well, when he was still here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. I was
1: really sad. I actually, people always always see a thing, stupid thing on Facebook. You know, celebrity deaths that affected you the most. That's definitely it. Yeah. I actually got to meet him and. Be around him more than once. Well, he, he
0: uh, I, I'm guessing for you, it was the uh, the opposite of that adage: "Don't ever meet your heroes." Yeah, no, I was glad that I. Yeah, that you I did. met him, and he's like, he's like, you're like, fuck yeah, yeah. He was so cool, man. I've but, met a couple of famous people that I was really, I thought they were super cool. Uh, I met Kid Rock. Uh,
1: I've heard he's really cool
0: uh, when I, he's not all fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. before he's on the cocaine. Vendor. Yeah, exactly. Um, I actually met him. I was selling motorcycles at the time. And uh, I met Billy Gibbons and and Frank Beard and Dusty Hill. Yeah, uh, they actually signed a bike, and I and I was That's there cool. for it. And and uh, Frank uh, Frank talked Billy into buying one of my Harleys. That's cool. And uh, so it was super cool. I got to meet him, got to hang out, got to go for a ride. Uh, he actually gave me a pair of sunglasses, which I thought was super dope. That's cool. Um, so I was super super like cool with him. And then uh, I met kid rock like the next day because it was like back when the pavilion was just blowing and going it'd be yeah. like thursday night friday night saturday night you'd time. have all the shows and then they would all a lot of times there was playing at the pavilion during the day
1: you'd see my like market street stuff running around like i saw dirks bentley one time at just walking around market street dude uh, when he was he was playing there that night and he was just walking around he's he's one of my favorite artists i love i love dirks bentley yeah. and he's connected to the texas stuff down here you know like uh he used to play firehouse when he was before he blew up.
0: Yeah, his uh, bluegrass band yeah. back in the day. And yeah. then uh,
1: he, I think he's related to, or they're best friends with Cody Canada. Somehow, you know. like he, uh, like Cody's son, his name is Dirks. Yeah. Like after Dirks Bentley.
0: Um, Cody Canada wanted to fight my brother. Oh, nice. Because he kept making. So, you ever been to the hilltop up in uh, Onalaska, Oakhurst?
1: No, I don't think I have. You need to. I That's think I was supposed to go there one day and I didn't
0: go. Uh, Salters played there. Yeah. Uh, but. It's a it's a little private music venue, ice house. It's super cool. So Cody Canada is up there doing a song swap. And my brother, who's drunk and an asshole, which I love, uh, he started talking shit about how short Cody Canada was. Uh, yeah, he is <laughs> short, but he's like my height, so I can't really yeah. <laughs> say So yeah, Cody Canada was like, I'm going to fuck you. <laughs> yeah,
1: he's got a temper. I've seen him do that to mutual friend of ours that Am i talk about i'm six
0: four my brother's like six two i'm like you have your hands full of cody yeah so yeah he's uh is is i, I love that story because my brother still's like fuck cody
1: <laughs> i've met him twice and both times he was really cool but i've heard stories like that yeah multiple times but i've also heard bad stuff about Stoney larue and at one time, he gave me an ID to get into a bar when I was, like, 19. So, you know. So, you're like, he's not all bad. He's obviously not that bad of a guy.
0: Yeah. You know, I've heard I've, – I I have hear the negatives about people. The only person that I met that I just was like, man, you're a fucking douche, was I met uh, uh, Nickelback, Chad Kroger. Kruger. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, he came into the motorcycle shop and was, like, kind of an ass. And I was just like, man, I don't – I didn't really know who he was at the time. It was uh, like Silver Side Up just came out. So it was like he was, he thought he was bigger than shit. And it's just one of those things. But uh, the one band that I missed meeting was Shine Down.
1: Oh, dude. I've seen, you ever seen him live? Dude, I have
0: never seen him live. I've heard it's it's amazing. Yeah, it's good.
1: I, uh, the biggest douchebag asshole that I've met was Sammy Kershaw. And I will. Die On this hill, let man. me guess. Marshall's, no, it wasn't Marshall. I've okay. met him three times, okay. So, I used to work at Docey Doe, okay. Met him there twice. I didn't, know you
0: me- I didn't know you used to work there,
1: yeah. I worked there from when I was like 16 to I was about 18, 19, okay. But uh, he played there two different times. Well, he played there a lot, but two different times that I worked. And he, uh, there was a girl, Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna talk about that, I'm not gonna accuse him of anything. He was yeah. very inappropriate, he was, then, he, was, he was an uh, asshole, yeah, and then. There was another chick outside uh, that he was – I don't know how to explain it. Nobody can see us, but he was acting like he had a fishing pole in his hand, and she was standing by me. Oh, he's and he that was doing like, yeah. reel man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she was uh. like, is he doing that to me? I was like, yeah, I think so. And she just walked off. <laughs> okay, so that's two things. And then a few years later, I was with Scooter again. Yeah. And uh, they were opening up for him at the Catfish Festival in Conroe, and uh, Sandy Kershaw had a – he had a case of water and he was walking past us backstage and uh, it uh it busted the plastic ripped and uh. all of them fell out and uh so me and scott help him pick it up and like help him get it all and he doesn't say a single word and he walks off and scott's just like yeah you're welcome man
0: <laughs> and so after
1: that i'm just like you know what fuck Sammy kershaw
0: dude I, I've had it happen to me And I just lost my temper And I slam them all to the ground And <laughs> yeah. bust up And I'm like Everyone's probably I'm the biggest asshole on the planet But I'm like I just gotta laugh at myself Yeah he was
1: uh, That just wasn't a good
0: time Man I think that's a hill to die on though Cause like
1: Three Three separate Three separate And he didn't remember who I was Any of the times So it's not like He was just I pissed him off one time And he was just being a dick to me You know he had yeah. no idea who I was Yeah Obviously Yeah I mean I was like 19 So But it's still one of those things Where you're just
0: like you're, Stuck out. In my you're a head. dick.
1: Another one was, was is David Allen Coe, but I mean he's, uh, he's that, an old man. So. That's
0: re- that's throughout the world. Yeah. He's known for that. Yeah, but I mean he's he's old school outlaw. You know, it's yeah. just and you know he's not very uh, popular amongst uh, the people of color. No, definitely <laughs> yeah. not.
1: No, I mean, rightfully
0: so. But yeah, he uh, he's he's an asshole. Uh, it's just one of those things. Like you can't it. it, it old men are old men and you can't change them and when you've been famous that long it's just
1: his show was literally a 90 minute medley basically 30 seconds a minute and a half of each song just right into the next one really and somebody just told me I don't know if it's true or not I'm trying to think of who told me this literally just a couple weeks ago that the reason he does that is because he doesn't own the rights to his songs but still man it's like it's rough to listen to Ugh. Trying to trying to run every song into each other like different keys and just, different tempos. It's just, just like changing uh, up
0: just a hair at a time. Yeah, yeah. Just, I, see, I like when I like when artists engage the audience. Like uh, I talk shit about them because you know they were douchebags to me. But one of the best shows I, I saw of all time was a Nickelback show. I've seen Nickelback at the Pavilion and it was yes. great. It was actually really good. Uh, it was. Uh, 12 Stones, Puddle of Mud, and Nickelback, (laughs) opening for Three Doors Down. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So, like, like, I never knew who 12 Stone was. Actually, truth be told, it was Blackstone Cherry, which I became a a fan of. I love Blackstone Cherry. Dude, they just... That guy's vocals are just...
1: Yeah, and the musicianship in that band is incredible. Yeah.
0: I'm surprised they're not bigger than they are. I feel
1: like they've had... Like I don't know I've, I'm with you on that Yeah I've seen shows where they're playing they're headlining and there's thousands and thousands of people but they've never really been like big on the radio And Yeah
0: Yeah Like uh, the song Me and Mary Jane is just yeah. like I put that on and I just enjoy myself like it's a good ass time but it was them 12 Stone and I was like I didn't know I didn't know who Corey Taylor was Yep and I was like oh this dude fucking gangster and I was like I was a fan of Puddle of Mud because uh, She Fucking Hates Me it yeah. was one of my favorite songs and I was, like
1: puddle of mud, when uh whenever homeboy can
0: West West Scantlin yeah Scantlin Scantlin whatever
1: yeah whenever he can be sober yeah you when, see they had to, he had to cancel his show again at Wildcatter no because he, I don't know if he was too fucked up or what but they he was supposed to, they were supposed to play a couple weeks ago and they just like canceled no shit out of I, nowhere I'd i gone to that like one. like
0: right before the show like no shit a couple hours before uh we we went to Wildcatter uh, and saw Whiskey Myers. Oh damn! Which I'd never seen a Whiskey Myers show. Like I, it's incredible. Well, I had heard like the first album back when they used to play at the lake. Yeah, what was it uh, County Line Barbecue used to be oh, out yeah. there? And there was a trailer that out. That was in front. a good time. Yeah,
1: man. when they had that stage in the grass. Yeah, right on right by next to the water. I felt like they missed the opportunity to put a floating stage because you know I don't remember if you remember, but that hill
0: yeah It was goes, like
1: slanted towards the water and the stage was like level on the hill. I was like, man, they fucked that up.
0: So it was before the stage was even built. There would just be uh, just a gooseneck trailer yeah in the parking lot. They had, well, the parking lot was here. That grass area, like going the one of fives up the hill, just yeah. the hair. So that trailer was sitting right there, and they had it leveled off. Mm-hmm. And it was just it was them playing, and it was. Back when they were just doing that, that soulful, like, bluegrass country kind of sound to them. Yeah. Before they developed this rock sound that they yeah. got. Um, well, these guys are all right. And then I heard the album, and I was like, you know, it's a, it's a good album. Like, I didn't really, like, touch base with it too much. And then I heard, like, Frogman and all oh, these yeah. other songs. I'm like, fuck. And then we, I saw them at uh, Wildcatter, like, a couple years ago. I was getting my sleeve worked on, and I went over there. And it was an hour and a half for me to even park my fucking truck. Yeah, and, it's, and that place was not ready for that crowd. And it was one of the best shows like I have seen live in a long time. And I'm just I've been a fan ever since. Like I got all their albums, all mm-hmm. that
1: shit. The first time I saw them, it was right after the Fire Water album came out, which was their second album, I think, if I'm thinking correctly. And uh, the opener. I worked at Dosido. The opener, like, broke down on the way there from Austin or some shit. And uh, the manager was like, hey, we need an opener. And (laughs) I was like, all right. And I went up there. I went home, changed real quick, and came back. And I opened the show for them. They were super cool to me. And then I changed back into my work clothes and went back to work.
0: <laughs> yeah, you saw me on stage. Can you uh, give me a tip now? Yeah. That'd be awesome. You. <laughs> yeah. you so here's your food. food. Like, you that guy? Yeah. I was like, yeah, that was me. That was me. <laughs> I just went on an apron. Let's fucking go. That <laughs> happened more
1: than once, actually. It happened. When I opened for Granger Smith up there one time, the exact same way, and I had to go back to work afterwards
0: man Granger Smith dude that's another local guy oh he's killing it dude YouTube fucking he's also set the, him nicest, the nicest guy I've ever met in my life I, I met him at LA Fitness um, right there in front of Big Texas yeah uh, we were we've had tickets to the show and we're working out and I said I said holy fuck you're Granger Smith and he goes hey man what's going on? he shook my hand everything yeah. and uh, he came up and bought me a beer at Big Texas yeah he's a nice time. guy super nice super nice but then his uh, his alter ego fucking Hilarious. became
1: YouTube famous. Yeah, like dude, he had a call a spot on College Game Day picking games, like as Earl Z- as, as Devil Junior. Yeah, wow. he, so he like I, it would be like College Game Day would be on, and it'd be like I don't know Texas Tech and whoever. Yeah, you know UT, and he would literally it would like cut to him, and he'd be in his overalls and his hat, and he like,
0: got a well, little Sharpie yeah. tattoo on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it was pretty cool. I think he's. I think he hit like fifty million views. It's insane to and think about just making stupid money off YouTube. Yeah, and now it's part of his show. Yeah, you're like halfway through the
1: show, he like he changes. He changes and comes out. There's people that still don't know that that it's the same person.
0: Yeah, uh, he actually got a. Uh, I think one of the big labels hit him up and they're like, "We will sign you if you do, Earl, if you do Earl Dibbles Jr. as a full time act." <sighs> And he, just, it, it like, some big money and he turned it down. Oh, He's like, yeah, it, he doesn't want to do that. Yeah. It was a joke. And it's funny. It's
1: funny. It's, and it's cool to be part of the show, but he wants to, you, you know, know, he wants to be himself.
0: He actually, uh, anybody I, would. Well, when I had my accident, he reached out to Summer. Yeah. I think this is how the story goes. Summer will probably correct me when I'm home in private and cuss me out for getting it wrong. <laughs> but uh, when I had my accident and he found out about it, uh, he was going to actually come and play the benefit. Yeah. And scheduling happened or whatever, and it wasn't able to happen. But I thought that'd been super cool if yeah, Granger cool. Smith would have done that because you know I'm, I'm kind of a fan. Yeah, hundred percent. But it's it, it's six one way, half a dozen the other it didn't happen, and I think that's how it went down. I can't remember exactly because you know traumatic brain injury and yeah, all, but that would
1: <laughs> <laughs> might affect your uh, your memory.
0: Uh, my memory's not that. Uh, parts of that time are are a little scatterbrained, but. Yeah. Uh, my long-term memory is still in, on, intact, that's good. and yeah, you know, I'm I'm, just, I'm not a psycho all the How time. How long ago was that? 18, man, 2018. Fuck, damn. It'll be Everything three time years like months. doesn't
1: even exist to me anymore because of, there's like a missing entire year.
0: If this, nobody did shit. A year and a half. That's that's yeah. and I and and for me, like the the lockdown was one of those things where it was fantastic because it allowed me and the wife to kind of work on our shit. Yeah. Did the complete opposite for me. <laughs> <laughs> complete opposite. You're home too much. That's what we, happened. Yeah, it was uh, yeah. the Well, you know, but the thing is is like there there's there's stories like yours and I yours and mine throughout. Like some people figured it out, some people were like, fuck this. And yeah. and sometimes it's no harm, no foul. Sometimes it's like, man, I really fucked up. So it I I kinda look at it like for me and my personal story, it was it was really great because it allowed me and Summer to kind of, like, fix our bullshit. Yeah. We're two incredibly toxic people when we're together, but we're on the same level. Yeah. So, like, we'll say shitty stuff to each other, but we're still super loving. Like, yeah. we, we, we're real quick to fix it and go, all right, I, that was I was uncalled for. I shouldn't have done that. I'm sorry. That's usually me. But, yeah. you know, we, we fix it, and it's great. But, you know, there's there that six weeks of being home is lost to me because I was like I was drinking every day mm-hmm. like a champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I was I was a professional drunk. Yeah. To the point where one of the trainers came in it was getting towards the end and I announced we we're going to reopen and Oh,
1: y'all closed them.
0: Yeah, we, well we had to. Oh. Had to. The county commissioner was on my ass and they were threatening my business license and That's ridiculous. Well, yeah. And I was like, well, you know, we're going to do this. We're going to do it right. Precinct 3, commissioner? Yeah. Uh, dipshit. Mm, huge fan. Noack. I tell you about it. <laughs> he, uh, he Noack was all over me, James Noack. And uh, he got involved. The DA got involved. And I reopened. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I brought the big guns to the show. I brought the big badass lawyer. And I was open for a day. They shut me down. They had the cops got involved, and we started talking. I I opened up the next day, and they're like, we're going to start finding you. By that time, the lawyer got fully involved, which is my uncle. He's a fantastic guy. Uh, He got involved, and we just went to battle, and we said, show me what law we're breaking because we're not breaking any law. And the order read to where it came out to where it wasn't illegal for me to be open. It was illegal to have – it wasn't illegal, but it was mandated that – People couldn't come in. I, was yeah. like, I mean, I'm not responsible for people's free will. I can just can't say control my, others. I can't control others, but which is
1: what they were trying to do in the first place: is control what you were doing with your own business.
0: Uh, they're still trying to do it. They they, they try to do it with uh, where you can and can't shop, and you you have to have a vaccine now, and you have to have all that crap, which I'll never do. I'll never get a vaccine. I'll never. If they say, hey, you know, the new thing is they want to find businesses. Seven hundred thousand dollars per person per infraction of people that aren't vaccinated. That's like I mean, uh, I'm like y'all just trying to fuck people.
1: That's who? Who is that? The county that's doing what? Do no, that no, that? that's
0: that's our that's our uh, commander and asshole chief. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, that's what he's. Trying I don't to, pay attention
1: to much what he says because I can't understand the goddamn thing he does say. Well he rambles and mumbles.
0: Yeah, and, <laughs> the three hundred thirty-eight million billion Americans have been vaccinated. <laughs> I'm like. I love when he does math. I'm like, you're an idiot. Uh, I can't even, that it's
1: listening to him. Talk just pisses me off, man. I'm like, <laughs> how
0: the fuck this even happened? How, the, the most popular president in American history and no one shows up for his shit. I mean, I'm a but I think I'm, I'm, not, I'm shadow banned on Facebook. Cause I'm a conspiracy theorist.
1: Yeah. I see your, I see the, Legacy stuff all the yeah. time,
0: but uh, my personal stuff—I'm yeah. an extremist according to uh, Facebook. Yeah, because I I preach civil liberties, and
1: uh, Do you, you get a uh, suspended all the time, twenty-four hour bans or.
0: I don't get banned because I ask questions. Yeah. I don't. I don't say Facebook is a fucking piece of shit, and they're blocking me because I'm telling the truth, and and elites are eating babies. I'm not Alex <laughs> Jones. Yeah. I'm not pulling Alex Jones, and I'm not Josh Norman. But <laughs> but uh they 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 shadow banned me, so which nobody can see my stuff. Yeah. But I I'm just about like I'm at the place where I think like America's a business and we're overspending. I'm like, where's our money going? That's yeah. all I, I just want to know. I think every American should have the right to vote on where our money goes and not have these elected officials just say Oh, we're going to spend... We have three three $3.5 trillion that we collect from American taxpayers. That's per 2020. We're also going to borrow an extra $3.5 that's going to cost America $0, right. quote-unquote. And we're going to send $700 billion to to uh, Iraq for gender studies. <laughs> I forgot. forgot about that specific... Thing. I was like... Yeah, that was... Like It's like, what? Boys have a penis. Girls have a vagina. There's your gender study.
1: One or the other. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... The, the shit that goes on on a national level, it's so over my head. I'll be honest with you. I just... It, it, it's it, over my Because it stresses it. me the fuck out, too. When I start really reading into shit and thinking about stuff, I get all str- I'm like, ugh. And, and there's already enough problems in this precinct of this county. Yeah. As it is. Yeah, absolutely. We can't even fucking drive around here. And then they want to... Dude, some stupid-ass light somewhere or some lights right here. Like, what the fuck, dude? Just for no reason at all, fix the woodland or break the Woodlands Parkway, like whatever yeah. they just did yeah. a we're, year ago, not you, even
0: where you, you ha- you're used to doing the loop around yeah. and coming around. Now you got the most pointless early for and lighten- no reason at all. Yeah. Now,
1: instead of making the loop, you have to go across the oncoming traffic to go north on the feet. It's stupid. Yeah. And then, but then you have this intersection right here. That's been fucked since it was
0: ever, since it was made. And they they've been saying they're going to put a light there. Yeah. For five years. Five- they have been saying that. Yeah. It's never happened. No, it's never going to happen. I actually got pulled over, mind you. Don't drink and drive. Yeah, don't drink. Don't and drive. drink and drive. But I had two drinks, and I had uh, summer in the truck, and I was like, okay, you know, we're gonna go home. We went down. We went down Rayford. Not a problem. We're turning into. Uh, we're turning on Aldine Westville. Turning yep. into Imperial Oaks, and uh, protected turn. You know, so like the lights, the arrows facing. So we make the turn. I got lit up and threatened with a DUI because I didn't have my turn signal on, on a protected turn. In a turn lane. In a turn lane. Well, one, the only
1: thing you can do there is turn.
0: Yeah. At 1 a.m. with no other cars around. I'm yeah. like, they're like, it's illegal. I was like, I'm sorry. I thought the turn only lane with yeah. the protected turn and Precinct everything. three,
1: man. I tell you, dude. Okay, I
0: got a lot to say about that. He, he talked. I talked. He let me end up letting me go. He gave me a ticket for expired driver's license. Yeah. So which was 20 bucks. But still, I was like, I, that's not a law. That's, that's not a thing. They I got
1: taken to jail because my inspection was out and I had an expired driver's license, which I didn't even know it was expired. It wasn't even expired. It was invalid because of a ticket that I didn't pay in uh, Mississippi seven years ago. Had no idea. No, had no idea. Forgot all about it. They're like, well, your license is invalid and your inspections out. Took me to jail. I sat in South County jail for 13 hours. And then I got transferred to Conroe or maybe not 13 hours. Uh, I went in at about 5 PM. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of what time I got transferred. Maybe 4 AM, 3 30 AM. And uh, then I got to Conroe and had to redo all the same shit. Fingerprints, all that stuff. Over literally paperwork is all it was. Yeah, I wasn't really breaking any laws. I didn't have any illegal substances. I hadn't been drinking. I had none of that shit. When they took me to jail, Jesus! I missed it. I was on my way to a show. I was leaving for New Mexico the next day, so I didn't sleep at all at the jail because it's bright. You know, it's lights like this, and it's freezing cold. And there was a drunk asshole that they brought in about 1 a.m. That they got it was like his 14,000 DUI in the same cell. In the holding cell and he's in there and he's just, just loud as fuck screaming at the window and i'm like what the fuck man and it was precinct three that took me and when they when they the guy that booked me in once the, the the officer left the cell after he did all his paperwork the guy uh the jailer was like man i can't believe they brought you in for this and i was like you're fucking telling me dude no shit i got shit i gotta do man i'm yeah. leaving
0: for new mexico for a week tomorrow Wow! yeah, I, I was I didn't my my inspection was out. It was out by like two years and I had a DUI in West Virginia a uh, long, long time ago. And so they wouldn't let me renew my license. So I had to wait 10 years for it to get to be old. Yeah. To renew my license. And then, you know, uh, I had insurance, which wasn't a big deal. But I'm surprised, hearing that story, I'm surprised I didn't go to jail. Me too, because it's literally the invalid license. It wasn't even suspended
1: or expired, just invalid. I guess it's it's all different. Yeah. And then literally an inspection out, and I was. No shit. Yeah. And I had two pistols in the car. So if he wanted to, he was like, I'm not going to do this to you, but I could get you for uh, unlawful carry of a weapon. I was like. Well, why the
0: fuck would you do that? I'm not even doing anything. You know what I mean? That, that and they're probably like in a case somewhere.
1: They were locked in my glove box.
0: Yeah. Both of them.
1: So I don't know. It was stupid. It's like, well, thanks for not completely fucking me over for yeah, no reason. Yeah. Thanks, for, uh, thanks for not for ruining such an, my Oh, cigarette. and then he wanted to come over. I forgot about this. Uh, <laughs> it was a real nice sig, right? And he came over and he was like, he's like, oh man, this is, he starts talking shop with me about the pistol. And I'm like in the back of the cop car and my hand's cuffed. And I'm like, hey, man, I'm not trying to be a dick or anything, but I don't really want to sit here and talk about. Yeah, you're
0: taking me in jail you're for, for bullshit. You're sitting here talking to me like we're best friends. and Yeah. yeah. You're sitting here taking me in jail for some bullshit. Yeah. Now you want to talk about my guns. Yeah. Nah, man. Nah, I'm good, dude. You nah. Can you
1: just lock it back in the glove box, please? And we'll be good.
0: Yeah. yeah. If somebody's coming to get it. Just come fucking get my truck. You know? Yeah, he
1: was like, he was like, is there any, there any guns in the vehicle? I was like, oh, yeah. He was like, yeah. yeah there are he's like oh okay why don't you go ahead step out then i was like jesus christ all right it's like they're in the glove box locked i'm not gonna do anything you know
0: man i hand out my ltc every time i'm like here you go yeah where's your gun it's in the door yeah why is it in the door i was like that's where i wanted to put it (laughs) um because that's where it's at yeah and they just get me sometimes we're pretty cool about it i think i've gotten out of a lot of tickets because i do have an ltc and i and i do show it and i'm like you know, I've, I've been speeding Better down. safe than sorry. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And be, it'll be in my center console. Mm-hmm. I got pulled over one time, and he hit me at the light. It was like 1030 at night. He goes, where'd he come from? I was like, oh, I own a business over here. We just closed, you know, coming home. He goes, you're going off fast. I was like, was I? I do not even, even pay attention. I was just trying to get home. He goes, and he hit me at the light, and he goes, you got a permit for that? I, I, was, I was actually digging my ID out. I was like, here you go. Here's both of them. He goes, you know, it's illegal to have it in your center console like that. I go, no, it's not. It's also not illegal to have it loaded either. So, yeah, especially if it's LTC, I'm good. Yeah, That's I, I, the point of keeping I, it unloaded. The, the time it takes to load it, run and yeah. rack and go. It it's, could be, you know what I mean? And and he was super cool. Like, once he realized I knew the law, he was he, he was like, all right, man, I'll tell you what. I'm, if, as long as you don't got nothing else going on, I'll let you go. I was like, all right. I didn't have nothing else going on, so yeah. he, he let me go. So, some of them are okay, honestly, man. It's like ninety-nine percent of, even especially around here. Like I've never had a bad run-in with a sheriff around here.
1: I had one bad run-in with a state trooper who was like trying his hardest to find a reason to take me to jail, but I didn't. There was no reason to.
0: Yeah. And no. he
1: was cool in the end, but it, I was on the side of the road for an hour. He searched my whole truck, I had all my guitars and stuff. He pulled my guitar out, maybe he loosened up the string so he could look around inside with his flashlight. All kinds of shit, dude. He thought you're drug running. He thought something, man. I don't know. I was literally going to get a cigar. Is what I was going to do, and then I was going to drive up and do a show. Yeah, and I, I couldn't go get a cigar because I was on the side of the road for an hour.
0: Yeah, I've only had like a couple instances with uh, with Precinct Three. Precinct Three is the one that I've had the most. Troopers have been super cool. A lot yeah. of them know who you know I am because of social media in yep. this place, and we got a lot of troopers here. But Precinct Three, I've got, I got, I was in the Chevelle. And I have a GPS speedo, so I know exactly how fast I'm going. Yeah. He pulled me over for 32 and a 30. And I called one of my buddies at Precinct Three. I was like, hey, man, the fuck is this shit? Yeah. And, and he goes, he's not even certified to be running radar. I was like, oh, yeah. I got a ticket for it. And he goes, well, that'll be handled. I was like, man, it's nice to know people. But <laughs> no fuck. shit. Yeah, it's. That and I used to think Oak Ridge cops were bad. I used to think the same thing when I was
1: younger, but that's because I was an idiot running around breaking mailboxes and shit. <laughs> so ever since I've been an adult, I've never had a I've <laughs> never had a problem with them. You know what I mean? So
0: I used, I used to fucking smash mailboxes. So I thought and they then hated I,
1: I wonder why the cops were fucking with me all the time. <laughs> it's because I was vandalizing shit when I was a teenager, I was but just being an asshole, <laughs> you know, nobody. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The the chief is now a buddy, so like. All the cops, they all work out here. We're now the official gym of Oak Ridge. So. Yeah, I can't
1: even tell you the last time I got pulled over by an Oak Ridge cop, which I say that, and now I'm going to pull out of here. You're going to roll out of here, and you're going to light you up. Yeah.
0: You might want to put that sticker on your back glass. Yeah, I'm about to get one on the way out Yeah, but put the, <laughs> the skull and wreath on there. They're like, all right, man, I'll let you go. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, That's man. Funny. Well, dude, man, I, I, this was awesome, dude. Yeah, I, dude. Thank you. This was, this was great. Yeah, let's do it again, man. Absolutely, man. We'll get something going. How can they find you? Let's talk about that. Social media Um, real quick.
1: So, basically, just John Loring on everything. Yeah. Facebook,
0: Instagram, L-O-R-I-N-G.
1: Follow him. Uh, Music on Spotify, iTunes, uh, you know, all that good stuff.
0: You know, definitely check out Spotify. Hopefully, one day, you know, they'll pay me a couple cents to... Share my extremist opinion and have yeah. all these artists well, on.
1: They pay me a couple cents a year for my music, so I'm sure you'll be all right. Hey, you know what? We can be on the same boat. Get <laughs> yeah. three cents a month each. That's one of those things. Fucking like it banger sucks because they don't pay any money. But if you're not on there, you're fucking yourself. You know? Yeah. So
0: yeah, summers on there too. So yeah. it's I. I get oh, I'm it. sure you see the the other side, like the yeah the breakdowns. It's pretty bad when you get when you see all that stuff. You're like. I used to think I wanted to be a famous musician. Yeah, no. Now
1: it's not you don't make any money off the music. You make money off your shows and your merch sales. You know. Well, dude.
0: Hey, man. But thanks I, for having me, dude. dude I want to. I want to support and I want to keep you guys on here and, and keep it going. So let's uh, let's set something up again soon. Uh, yeah, we we can uh, do something after the Watson show. We can talk yeah. about how drunk I got. Let's get hammered. Yeah, let's do it. When's the show? November twelfth Sawyer Park. November twelfth Sawyer Park. Our good buddy, John Loring, our good buddy, Daniel Holmes, and then Aaron Watson is the headliner, so that's going to be a badass show. Yeah, it's the
1: outdoor stage, too, so it's going to be fucking packed, man. I it's going to be
0: fucking insane. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I'm going to try to talk to Todd and be like, hey, man, I don't want free ticket. Just guarantee me a parking I don't spot. Want,
1: I don't want free tickets, but if you could just let me into the VIP
0: <laughs> Just let me in. I'm good with it. I'll, yeah. Yeah, uh, we're Todd came on the podcast, dude. Now I, yeah. I want to get the whole crew on here, Ben, all those guys, dude. I, those guys are so awesome. I
1: love that place. I the first I used to play at Papa's every Tuesday or every Thursday, and yeah. then I quit doing that. And then they now it's, you know, Sawyer. They just did a great job
0: with it, dude. It, Papa's used to stink to high heaven. The ceilings were brown from all the nicotine. Yeah, now it's just like. It's almost like they tore the building down and completely redid it. I'm telling you, if Papa's,
1: uh, you know, Perry doesn't look at what Sawyer Park just did with Papa's on the lake, and they don't do something similar to the Papas on the lake, it's not going to be long before somebody else does. You know
0: what I mean? Oh, I'm I'm at the point now, I'm like, I either need the lottery to hit, or I need to get my crypto up, and I go buy it, and I go with Todd and go, let's do a Sawyer Park on the lake. Yeah, exactly. That's my – That's I
1: literally was sitting there the other day, my girlfriend was sitting there, and I was like, man – Saw your park on the lake. Just think about it. <laughs> I was literally sitting there looking at the water. Oh, but. that'd be awesome. Well, anyways, man. Brother, thanks
0: for having me. Brother, man, thank you so much. It's awesome. Love you, dude. Yes, sir. Awesome. Love you, dude. Yes, sir. Awesome. Love you, dude. Yes, sir. Awesome.